Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. Today we continue with our book Hodot Halevavot by Rabbi Ba'ia Ibn Pakuda, Refuas Halev, and we are in chapter 4 in the book of Emuna. And uh, we're talking today regarding uh, to those who are part of our life, uh, your spouse, your children, your friends, even your enemies and business acquaintances, colleagues, employers and staff, or any person that may be in contact with you throughout your life. And it says here that you should consider two scenarios. The first scenario is that you find yourself abroad in a foreign location perhaps in pursuing business opportunities. How many people today have to travel the world in pursuit of their Parnassa, in pursuit of their, of their jobs? Uh, the world became an open place and in olden times also people had to travel to be able to look for their Parnassa. And the second is that you work at home among your family and loved ones. So there's people who have to travel all over the world and they're very much alone most of the time. And then there's people who, thank God, can work from home, from, from their city, and they're close to their loved ones. So Rabbi Pakuda here is uh, teaching the person that is alone. He says, if you find yourself abroad feeling lonely, if you have to go out of your comfort zone to go and find your Parnassa and you have to travel and you find yourself lonely and with no one to talk to, consider that the situation is actually designed for your good. Don't look at it like, oh, I have to go again, I have to leave my house, I have to be alone in China with these foreign people that I don't know a language, I don't understand them, so hard for me. So he says here, don't look at it as something bad. Look at it as something that Hashem designed for you. It's a perfect uh, program for you. And the very feeling of loneliness is an opportunity to develop your attachment to your Creator, to God. So he says that when Hashem tells us we should think of Him as a father, as a vinu malkeinu, our father, our king, He's actually inviting us to have a conversation with him. Avinu Malkeinu, you know, our father, our king. This is the relationship we have with God in the month of Tishrei, in the holidays. God, when we talk about our king, he's our king, but he's in the throne, in the palace. To get to him is so hard. Obviously, he's taking care of everybody and he has the best interests at heart for everybody. But when you're talking about Avinu, my father, the father is a different relationship because the father is, a, is a unconditional. A father is going to run to help his child. So here, Avinu Malkeinu, imagine the power of God in our lives in this month of Tishrei that, that it's not uh, actually uh, that God that is far away from us, that we have to make such an effort to connect to him. Actually, he's very close to us and he's right there. And he's not only in the synagogue when you're praying or you're learning Torah, but he's actually even in the street when you're walking to get to a bus. He's everywhere at every time. So if you find yourself abroad feeling alone and lonely with no one to talk to, consider that a good opportunity to talk to Hashem has arrived. So it's a, it's a moment to really develop a very close-knit relationship with Hashem. In fact, consider that it might be the reason He made you feel alone in the first place. You know, 
When I moved to New York four years ago, I can't believe it's four years already, I came from Miami, a place where there's a lot of, I don't know, a lot of Latin connection, a lot of, a lot of warmth. I was a part of a organization, a fundraising organization, so I had meetings every 15 days with all these women, incredible women, and I taught Torah classes in many places, beautiful women I used to meet every week and be able to connect to them. And I had my community, which is unbelievable. It's like a family and uh, friends that I have through my life. And there was a lot of human connection. When I came to New York, I was very lonely because yeah, I had my children, but they have their lives. My husband would go out to work all day. And suddenly I was like, okay, what do I do now? <laughs> I don't have my, my, my friends from the organization. I don't have my, my students. I don't have my community. Like people I met there are very nice and very sweet and beautiful people, but people are busy. They're busy with their lives. There's no, you know, to build a connection, it takes years and years and years and years. It's not, you're not gonna come to a place and in one second you're gonna build that up. So I felt very alone and, um, but it really forged a very strong connection with Hashem. I, I would walk the street and talk to him. I would talk to him. I still do. I talk to God all day because I feel like he's the one that's with me all day. We're, we're together. And uh, thank God, four years later, Live a Little Higher was born. I'm very busy with this. And I teach people one-on-one. -on -one. And I go and I give a class in the Upper East Side once a month. And, and so the connections are being built. But that loneliness, that feeling of emptiness inside of me, helped me get closer to God, if that can be understood. So this is what Rabbi Bahia Ben Pakuda is telling us here. He says that he made you feel alone in the first place. And another crucial thread that runs through the theme of being away from those you, your, your life in, inter, intersects with, those who love you and those who, those who don't is whether you're willing to let go and let Hashem manage your affairs. So you know when it says let go and let God, this is what it is. It comes to a point where you just have to let it be. You have to let it be. And that of course is a clear indication of whether you have certainty in Him. This teaches us to really trust God, to really have emuna. And, um, and we see that the situation can lead you to strengthen your relationship with God. It also allows you to empathize and feel what a soul experiences when it is, comes into this world. So when a soul comes into this world, the sense to this world, this is what it feels. Additionally, it brings to life the idea expressed in the verse, you are ultimately strangers and temporary residents within me, with me. The idea expressed here is that sooner than you imagine, you will be completely alone when your time comes to leave this world. So we come here alone and we leave alone. We don't take anything with us. We don't take our loved ones. We don't take our possessions. We don't take anything. We, we go as we came. Uh, this reminds me of a story of Rabbi Reichman that when he died, he left a will and he asked his uh, children to bury him with his socks. And he was a very firm man, very religious, uh, God-fearing man. And the kids couldn't understand what the father wanted. Like they said, how, how can he ask us to bury him with his socks? He knows this is impossible. In Jewish religion, you go like you came. 
there's no way to get dressed or anything. That's how you go. You go with a special sheet and that's the way you go. So they went to the rabbis and they talked to them to see if they would make a leniency on the father. He was a very righteous man and it was a very weird uh, thing he was asking for but the rabbis at the end said no way, no way, there's no way, you, there's no way, Allah doesn't permit it for anybody. He cannot go with his socks and he's in the world of truth right now and he understands that he cannot go with his socks. So the children, they were devastated because they couldn't fulfill their, their, their father's wish, last wish. They felt they were lacking in their, in their, in their, in their, uh, uh, in their being able to honor their father, Kibud uh, Avaim. And, uh, but they nevertheless, they said, okay, we're going to do what God wants. So then the lawyer came with a second will and they opened it up when they were sitting Shiva. And in the second will, the father says, now my sons, you know that I could not go to the next world with my socks. I could not take anything with me. I'm leaving you all this wealth. He left a lot of money for their children. And now you know that the day you leave this world, you're not gonna be able to take not even your socks. So you might as well do what is proper to do with this money. You use it for good, use it for good things, and help a lot of people. So, so we see here that we leave this world alone, and, <clears throat> and that it is easier for us to focus on, on ourselves and our life before our family and our, and our children. So what it's saying is, like, don't focus so much on you, don't think so much about you in life, don't make yourself so important. Obviously, you have to listen to yourself, you have to love yourself, but really when we get it too much into ourselves, then we forget what's really important in life. And um, aloneness allows us to recapture the single state and focus on considering who we are as a person and as a Jew, as well as our relationship with God in heaven. And um, so I'm gonna leave it here for today. I want to wish you a beautiful, beautiful uh, Rosh Hashanah. It should be a day of simha, of joy, of connection and purpose to Hashem, of reconnection, and, um, and uh, it should be just beautiful, inspiring. And I wish you Shana Tova Umetuka. You should have a healthy, good, blessed year. And remember, live a little higher. Thank you.